Oh, there was a um a penguin meme I saw yesterday on Instagram. Uh-huh. There's somebody that is a penguin erector. What? Because when a, pl- a plane flies over, penguins all look up and they fall over. Welcome for the ladies podcast. It is South Beach Nico. And today we have Sabrina. I'm not going to sing the whole episode. I'm sorry. I know you guys want me to because I have a lovely, lovely singing voice. But my podcast voice is even better. Um, Today we've got my friend Sabrina. Tall Sabrina. She has a drink named after her in Land O'Lakes, Florida. You can go and order a Tall Sabrina anywhere you go. And they'll know what you're talking about. But um, Sabrina is a badass hairstylist. She is also a deep, deep thinker a person who is on a daily personal development quest and somebody I respect a lot. We have great conversations and I'm really excited for you guys to hear what she has to say. She is very soft-spoken and I think she needs to do a voiceover uh, for a meditational tape one day. Um, but I hope you enjoy. As always, follow us at South underscore Beach underscore Nico and at For the Ladies Podcast on Instagram. And uh, at LNICO29 on Snapchat, E-L-N-I-C-K-O-2-9. And thanks for listening. So anybody who follows my Snapchat, which you all should be anyway, I'm so entertaining on Snapchat. We, uh, we have a character on there that is a gentleman who likes to give tips on how to be good looking. And the character's voice is a little bit like, Hey, you want to be good looking? Here's what you're going to do. And as you know, in my Snapchat stories when I post that, I have amazing hair. And my beard is nicely trimmed. And that is because of today's guest, Miss Young Tall Sabrina Crum. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) She is the reason I am so good looking and great with the ladies. Yes, take all the credit. And you are wearing your For the Ladies hat today. I am. We are matching chapeaus. Yes, we are. For anybody who doesn't speak French, chapeau means hat. Cool. Yes, I took four years of French for no reason. (gasps) And then I took Spanish in college and failed it. Oh, no. Yes. How are you? Good. You look chilly. You know, I was, but now that I have this blanket on me. It looks like you're wearing a Snuggie. You know, this is the most comfortable podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> well, Sabrina and I met through a uh, my biggest fan mm-hmm. from work, Kiana. Your cousin Kiana is at Gasparilla. You and I are not. Nope, and why is that? <laughs> because Gasparilla is more stressful than fun. <laughs> sure we both went last year. It was your first time is my third. Yeah. And... For me, I always lose my friends. Like, I left my group of people that I was with to come find you and Kiana. But there's so many people there, the signals get jammed or something, and you can't send a text. So the next thing you know, your phone's dying. Then when you want to be responsible, get an Uber home, the surge charging is, like, insane. Mm-hmm. For a 35 a estimated $35 Uber, I paid $230. So, and it was just, like... You can't enjoy it unless you have somebody going and, like, driving you and being there and, like, sticks with your plan. But I like to jump around. I want to go see you guys. And then I ended up, I found out Soho and Channelside are not right around the corner. That's a three-mile walk. I found that out the hard way in the rain. But what are your thoughts on Gasparilla? Um, so I've been there, like, 
So there was a lot of hype about it, and um, I was hyped for it, and then I got there, and I was not that hype about it. <laughs> um, I don't know if it had to do with like the group of people I was with, because everyone was new. All I really knew were mm-hmm. my cousins, and or my cousin, and Nico. And I wasn't um, there half the day. Yeah, so it was just me and Kiana, and we were kind of just walking around, just people watching, and um, I, I just don't think we were turned enough. I think you gotta go get turned, but... It's hard because you don't want to get in trouble or, like, well, lost or kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, that, and then you also have to remember where your car's parked. Yeah, if you drive. Yeah, if you drive, which hopefully you don't drink and drive. No. Don't drink and drive, people. Do not. Be responsible. Yep. Drink responsibly, drive responsibly. Word. Just one beer is too much. It is just like, it's a lot more, I look at it as more effort. When I looked at Gasparilla this year, somebody's like, oh, why aren't you going to go? I was like, it just seems like a lot of energy. Yeah. It's not a good time. The, The neighbors across the hall, they're all amped up, horned up about it. Horned up, all horned up. They they went, they're all dressed as pirates and everything like that. And I was just like, that doesn't seem like fun. It's good to have the pictures, I guess, but it's it's not worth the effort and the energy. Yeah. And then, like, a couple of years ago, I think we told this on the first episode with uh, Marcus, Mr. Alfredo, mm-hmm. I was going around giving high fives, and some guy wanted to fight me for high-fiving his girlfriend. I'm like, whoa. Like, just, you know, people, they get all drunk, and it's just... Weird. I am wearing a Pirates, a Pittsburgh Pirates hat, or shirt, yeah, I feel like we're very festive with the Gasparilla theme because Nico is a fan of skulls. Yes. And he has skulls everywhere. I do. And I, I think it's kind of a cool theme for you. That's like Thank your you. theme. I don't know why I'm fascinated with them, but I am. Yeah. There's I, one looking right at you. He's looking you right in the eyes. I know, and every time I drink my champagne, I have a coffee cup. Yeah. <laughs> There's, <laughs> There's a, a skull, skull at the bottom. The <laughs> There's a skull at the bottom of these coffee mugs. It's pretty cool. It is really, it's unique. It is. Right? Yeah. You're not expecting it. Because you, you were like, oh, I like your coffee mugs. I'm like, wait till you look yeah. inside. I, I was like, I like that you put your champagne in the coffee. <laughs> coffee <laughs> mug. Like, you're going to like it even more when you look inside. There's a skull. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's one with a Batman mask on over there. Yep, there's one on that coffee cup right there. Not and inside, but on it. the one looking at you has a Michigan visor on. Big Michigan fan. There's one on top of the uh, fridge wearing a fedora. You can't really see that one. There's one behind me wearing sunglasses. (laughs) Um, And I actually have two more at my parents' place. That's actually how we met. That is. We met there. I was dropping my parents off at the airport, and then you and Kiana came for a little pool day. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And you ended up doing yoga by the pool. Yeah. And we played a lot lot of volleyball. Yeah. Because Kiana's all sporty. Mm Mm-hmm. She always has to do something. Yeah. Kiana's not one of those, like, sit and relax type of people, yeah. like I am. She's not going to sit there and read a book, yeah. but, so we play a lot of volleyball to keep her entertained. <laughs> we we got to keep her entertained. But, yeah, no, that was a fun day. That was just over a year ago, so happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. And we are coming up on an anniversary of our um, Tall Sabrina oh, movie day and money. <laughs> 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 Shout out to money. Money. (laughs) (laughs) But we, yeah, we've had some good times. You know, you and I have, Kiana and I have a good friendship, but you and I have a different friendship. I don't know why. It just seems to be 
more like uh we have a, like a deeper we can have deeper talks and stuff like that yeah. i've noticed and nothing against kiana like we've had some good talks too mm-hmm. but you and i are on that same level where we get along with the deeper side about life. yeah like always like evolution like development, development yeah. being a better person bettering yeah. yourself that's my my end kiana is like the cool sporty one yeah like that knows all that shit and i'm um, <laughs> when are they going to make a touchdown? When yeah, I just, football? I threw you a football. You didn't even come yeah, close okay. to catching it. That's and then, though. and then you asked me what a football was. And I was like, what? Oh, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah, no, so in the year, I like to look at the years. And so when we talk about knowing you for a year, um, my life has changed so much in that year. So it's kind of like a nostalgic thing to be like, oh, I was this person a year ago, but now I'm here. And I think I'm better, you know, and I don't know if you, like, reflect on your life that same way. Always. But I think you've done a lot in this year. Shit, I know. It's weird from, like, it. I don't know where the time went. Yeah, it's like, quick. Yeah, I feel like I've developed so much, and I've learned so much, and... I just have, I've been really focusing in on the present moment, and by doing so, I feel like I've been able to experience a lot more than, or like at least be aware of what I'm experiencing. Mm -hmm. And and it's just crazy to reflect every month and see what has changed or where I'm at now from what I thought, you know, back then. See, and that's why, like, you and I get along because, like, you can analyze things more than the average person. I feel like you and I look back at things, you're like, okay, that's interesting. Why do I think that happened, and how can I learn from it, good or bad? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be, like, why did that happen as a bad way? Like, good things. Like, why did that happen, and how can I learn from it and be a better person? So I've always kind of thought that was cool. Oh, and one little personality thing I wanted you to know that I appreciate so when I when you got here and I let you in the building, you saw me coming up, you had stuff sitting on the bench next to you, mm-hmm. and I opened the door, and instead of grabbing your stuff, coming in the door and hugging me, you got up, ran and hugged me, and then went back and got your stuff and came to the door. And I thought that was really nice, and I think that says a lot about you, yeah. so, in our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to friendship. Shout out to friendship, and we can cheers. Cheers to, to friendship. Cheers to friendship. But, clink. Clink. There it is. (laughs) So, everybody, and I know I have a... We actually have fans all around the world, believe it or not. Yeah? Yes. Wow. There are people in 20 different countries listening to Fort Lay's podcast. How crazy is that? This is episode, I think, 12. 11 or 12. But, so everybody that's listening knows my reasoning for moving to Florida. Shout out to Kaylee. (laughs) Um, But what was yours? Why did you move down here? From Michigan. We were both Michiganders. Yeah, that's kind of how we bonded, too. Yes. Because Kiana can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kiana's going to have to come on the podcast now. Right. She needs to be the next one. She should have been here. Yeah. But instead, she's at Gasparilla trying to be responsible. I hope she makes it home. (laughs) (laughs) But um, moving out to Florida... um, So, a little bit about my journey in Michigan. I grew up in Michigan. I'm originally, I was born in St. Pete, Florida. 
So I do have family here, hence why my cousin is here. Uh -huh. um, but I grew up in Michigan. Um, I ended up going to hair school there. And then um, I went to college and I knew I wanted to pursue hair. So um, I knew there was a better market for me out here in St. Pete. Um, especially with pop culture and keeping up with trends and stuff, um, I thought it was more my my target market uh -huh. to come out this way and be in the industry here. Um, but yeah. So. I mean, I think has it worked out your first year evaluation of it? Um, I definitely, I've definitely learned a lot. I've manifested quite a bit. Um, my dream job, I. Mm -hmm. um, I currently work at Salon Halo. Shout out Salon Halo. Shout out Salon Halo. Um, but I've, I've come from the corporate hair industry. So um, back in Michigan while I was going to college, I worked in the corporate industry um, at a Bow Ricks, which is now um, in my hometown. It's now with Supercuts. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I've um, learned some things in that, that world um how that works and how I feel about it and then or like whatever I experienced in the corporate industry of hair um but when I moved out to Florida I wanted to dip my toes into a privately owned salon and um especially a high-end one just to kind of see the difference and experience um the different way of you know branding yourself or having your own own business mm. um, I just feel like I've learned a lot and it's been very insightful I've had amazing experiences that I'm forever grateful for and I couldn't have evolved without those opportunities um, so here I am uh, starting 2020 um, I don't know I'll see where this journey takes me and what's your end goal my end goal other than like it, when this podcast really, really takes off and I'm super famous, you're gonna have to be traveling with me. Yeah. Cutting my hair every day, I'm sure. To keep That's up appearances. Cool, cause, yeah. Because I do want to travel. I well, want the opportunity to travel. We are going, make it happen, people, for the yeah, podcast. Yeah. If, uh, <laughs> if you need someone to fly out and do your hair, I got you. She has a very reasonable fee. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you just gotta fly me out. Fly and, you out there. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a free haircut. <laughs> You gotta buy dinner though. Yeah, you have to at least treat me. Yes. <laughs> you can order a tall Sabrina. Yeah, tall Sabrina. And what is that? It's... We gotta ask Yvette or money, but it was like a coconut rum or something, right? Uh, I want. You have your own signature drink, but we don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a lot of lime in there. There was lime. I want to say there's Bacardi in there. Might have been Bacardi. Bacardi lime. We'll piece it together. We'll let you know in the future, people. We, we just gotta ask money, and is money, um, did money do a podcast with you? Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. He will. Okay. When he gets out of here. So, yeah. Yeah, we're, he's very busy. He'll give you the recipe, so stay tuned. Yes, yeah, stay tuned. We will get that, or I will text money, and we might have this for you by the end of this episode. Who knows? Okay, yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> Keep listening. Keep listening. And actually, it's going to get wild, too, once we get into your real story. Oh, shit. The real reason you're on here. I feel it coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
So, yeah, I mean, I think you want to have, like, your own salon or, like... Yeah, ultimately, I think I'm meant to work for myself. Okay. Um, I am building up my confidence to do so. Um, there's a lot of uh, financial stuff I've got to figure out and a lot of self-development that I want to... Um, I want to work on mm-hmm. um, in regards to owning my own business because when you own your own business that's going to be your baby and you've got to make the time for it and be dedicated and have all your shit together all aligned and I'm not there yet but how old are you? Are you 23? I am I just turned 24 okay shout out to all the Capricorns Capricorns oh we got to get together on CoStar by the way Oh, I downloaded that app. Yeah. I have it. We got to get together on that after this. Okay. Because that's cool. Like, we can know each other's compat, like, oh. our like our friendship and everything like that. Like, hey, Sabrina's going through a deep transition phase. You are an analytical person. This is what you guys need to be doing. Like, it's very oh custom. God. It's really awesome. Dude, I did not. Okay, so I haven't even opened the app. Oh, I've it's, had it for months. It's awesome. Okay. So, shout out to CoStar. And Courtney, who was on uh, the Hot Girl Bummer episode, she is the one that got me into it. So, oh. shout out to Courtney. Shout out, Court. So, um, well, that's cool. I think, <coughs> don't cough on the podcast. I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> My mom is not going to be happy with you swearing on the podcast. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> she listens to all the episodes. Oh. Oh, funny, funny story you just told me. We were talking about, like, your, your last life, and you, not last life, your last <laughs> year in life. <laughs> My past life. <laughs> we were just talking about the last year that you've been in Florida, and, you know, you're hustling, you're doing the hair, you're doing everything you're doing, which is awesome, but everybody's got to have a little side hustle, right? Right. So you came to me talking about being a bartender one time. Oh, yeah. And um, you actually listened to the podcast mm-hmm. with Laura, the barbell bartender. Yeah. And you got your answer that, that you did not want to be a bartender. <laughs> yeah. Sounds very stressful. Why? What was your reasoning? Um, so I was thinking of bartending and having my own studio. Um, like studio I, by day, bartending by night? Yeah. Wow. Yep. And then I heard her and I'm like, nope. It, I, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of networking. There's a lot of late, late, late nights. Mm-hmm. And... Um, out of you know cleaning and mental you know your energy is around so many different people mm-hmm. and you're absorbing like all of that it's kind of like in the world of hair like you're listening to people and which I love but when you're trying to do that with loud music and <laughs> yeah you're trying to focus yeah do you do it a quality job yeah and then when you get busy it's kind of like ah all hectic, especially on the weekends. Yeah. Shout out to all the bartenders. Yeah, shout out to all shout the bartenders. And Laura and Emily, they're getting married soon. So big Aww. shout out to that, yes. That's so sweet. I think April they're getting married. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I just, I texted her and told her you were here. Aww. She said, tell her hi. Hi. I, I, <laughs> I said the tongue girl's here. We'll get Aww. in that. We won't get in that yet. The tongue girl. That's coming up later, people. You're going to want to stick around for this, I guarantee you. Instead of Sabrina Crumb, it should be Sabrina Tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the title to the episode. <laughs> Sabrina Tongue. Oh my god. That's a great title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a wild story, people. This story, we're not telling it now. 
I'll tell in a bit. Build up to it. Mm-hmm. But this story threw me for a loop. <laughs> like, for a month. Every time I thought about it, I was like, oh my god. Like, I swear to god, every time I thought about it, it was like the first time you told me. Like, that's how it shook me. Like, wow. It was like, wow. And you lived it. Yeah. We'll get into that later, though. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. Damn, I thought I lost my train of thought. We were going to talk about something. Must not have been that important. You can go home. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are living with Grandma and Grandpa, or as you call them. Lola and Lolo. Shout out to Lola and Lolo. Yeah. I went over there in March for you to cut my hair. Uh-huh. And then you take pictures of my hair and yeah. put it on the Instagram. We had a whole photo shoot. And, you know, you're like, they're very traditional. You got your Philip. Filipino? Mm-hmm. And so you're like, they're very traditional Filipino people. You know, you have to be very respectful, you know, music in an adequate volume and everything. I was like, okay, I will be on my best behavior. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to come in, get my hair cut, and I'm going to go. Like, I don't want to be in their way, upset them in any way. But as I'm walking out, they offer me food. And I'm like, no, no, that's okay. Don't feel off. They're like, no, no, you're having food. And no, so I. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the next thing I know, I'm sitting there for an hour, and they're just throwing food at me. <laughs> you want this? You want that? <laughs> like, you want more? You want something to go? <laughs> I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Like, I don't want to say anything dumb, because I'm known to do that. <laughs> I appreciate your hospitality, but no, they're really nice people. Yeah, they say hi, by the way. Do they? Yeah. Tell them I said hi. I love them. I hope they listen to the podcast. Do they know what podcasts are? I think I said the word fuck, so they're not... <laughs> We can, they can listen to this one clip about them, and you'd be like, that's the whole podcast, that's it. We just talked about it. (laughs) You keep saying fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I made the mistake, people. I told Sabrina she could swear on this. Yeah. I'm sorry, mom, if I share this with you. My Um, mom's already My mom raised me better than this. Shout out, mom. Shout out to all the moms. And your mama's mom. But... I mean, it's just conversation, and you and I go out and talk, and it's just, like, vocabulary. Yeah, I'll say fuck in front of my mom. Yeah. First time I ever did that was I was playing the Wii, Mario Bros., and I I probably died, and I was like, fuck! <laughs> my mom was on the phone and looked at me like, <laughs> I have not met your mother, uh, but I'm sure oh she's... Oh, my gosh. You sh- uh, she came over for... Um, Christmas, but I barely, I feel like I barely got to see her. Mm. She came down to Florida? Yeah. Because she's still in Michigan. Yep. Okay. Yep, so my mom, my brother, my dad, they all came out at the same time. My parents got divorced, so it was, like, hard mm-hmm. to balance out that time. And, um, but, yeah, I should have had to meet her. I know. I was actually in Land Lakes with my family. That's right. Um, crazy enough, Nico and I have been on, like, the, tr- the same travel... Time travel. Time travel. Time travel. Um, so for Thanksgiving, you and I both almost yes at like the same time. We almost had the same flight to Michigan, yeah. like a day apart, right? Coming there, there and back. Yeah, yeah. And so then we could have seen each other at the airport. Could have. You know what? That's what we just need to do next time. Just line. travel together. Yeah. I'm down for it. Mm-hmm. I usually go up in the summertime, so we'll take a little summer trip. I'm going in March, so I probably won't. Go I will not summer. be going in March, but we'll go in the summertime. We'll I'm go to the casino, win our money back. <laughs> it will be a free trip. Yeah. Did I tell you what happened at the casino? What casino? At the Greek Town Casino in fabulous Detroit, Michigan. No. We always like we go to Pegasus in downtown Detroit, like Greek Town area. 
my parents like to stop by the casino, they do the Wheel of Fortune slot, like, thing. And they always win something. Whether it's, like, 50 bucks or 200 bucks. They go in, like, literally with 20 bucks or 40 bucks and say, once we get through this, we're done. We're not big gamblers. But you do the Wheel of Fortune and you always win something. So we're walking in and Nathan's like, oh, cool, I like this coffee shop. I'm going to stop. Let's get an espresso real quick. So we stopped for 45 seconds. Getting was the it, sp- Big it was not Big B. Shout out Big B. Shout out Big B. Hey. Is that just a Michigan thing? Yeah, I think so. I think so too. But we get the espresso. We go to the Wheel of Fortune machine. Sit down. And the lady directly next to us, like we're sitting next to her. She wins $750,000. And she had just sat down within that minute. I was like, oh, Great. that could have been us. Right? Yeah. I mean, I ended up winning. I, I think I've mastered roulette. But we'll save that for another podcast. But I, I mean, I think I walked away with like a $50 win for the day. And um, I don't know if anybody else won with the family. But that was insane. Like the lady, we just got to go to the Greek Town Casino, go play Wheel of Fortune. And we're walking out millionaires, Sabrina. Dude. So manifest that. I should. You and I talk about manifesting things you know, a lot. Yeah, and I feel like I've been on a roll lately. How so? Ooh. Okay, so I'll give you an example. It's kind of like a personal one. Okay, so I've been single for a while. Mm-hmm. Nico and I have bonded off of this because we're both, you know, just single and living life and mm-hmm. focusing kind of on ourselves. And, um,. Recently, so, okay, I listened to this guy on YouTube, his name is The Leo King, I don't know if you guys know him, but he talks about, like, astrology, and I'm, I'm just a very open person when it comes to different things, I don't conform to any type of theory or idea, I'm just open to mm-hmm. whatever it is, because I feel like they're all related in some type of aspect. Um, anyway, so I listened to this guy, um... He does tarot readings and um, just he's very insightful mm-hmm. when it comes to us as a collective and us as an individual sign, like a zodiac sign. Um, so he does deep like deep love readings, and then he also does like your weekly uh, horoscope or like what's going on with the solar system, all that type of stuff. Anyway, um, for the year of 2020, um, or I guess maybe I'll backtrack it to the last couple of months of 2019, um, I've been kind of on and off with this guy, and um, deep down, we, we kind of linked up again, like rekindled things after not talking um we've been talking for about a year since i've been here um but we kind of rekindled things and deep down i just kind of feel like it's not what i'm into anymore like him and i are not that compatible um you know who i'm talking about kevin Mm. (laughs) (laughs) sure we make up a different name every time we talk about it (laughs) Like, it's like, Kevin, Brad, Mark. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, okay. shit. So anyway, as you were saying. So as I was saying, I'm just not feeling right about it, right? And as a spiritual person, I kind of just have to trust my intuition, trust how I feel. And um, throughout the last couple of months, throughout the last couple of weeks, um, the, ad- the general advice that has been given was to let go of your fears, walk into the unknown, let go of the energy that is not serving purpose in your life, and think about the next 30 years. Do Hmm. you see that person in that time frame? And um, it's kind of hard to tell because you can't predict the future. Right. But um, we were, were, we're still kind of talking, but like it's kind of falling off because um, I've been journaling. Mm-hmm. And um, for the year of 2020, I feel like things are going to be aligned, like everything in my aspect, whether it be my career mm-hmm. or my family or... Um, I don't know, like whatever else there is um, in astrology, I guess, in regards to astrology. But um, something that I never really focused on was love. Hmm. And I never really felt the need to love because I'm really trying to love myself and work on my self-development and um, just... Yeah, just focus on myself. Right. But I mean, I've been single since since forever. I tried a long distance relationship type of thing. I think that was when I met you, right? Yeah, that that was when I met you because I had recently broke up with him. I think. Yeah, it was coming. Yeah. Like I think you were in like the final stages of it when I met you. Yeah. Like I actually had to fly back up to Michigan. Yes. Yes. Because I didn't want to do it over text. Or right. a phone call. <laughs> I just felt like it was right to, because I I don't fall in love. I I give love, but I don't fall in love easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wanted to try at least for the long distance for the long distance thing, but it just it didn't work. Yeah. And so we ended things. And where was I going with this? Your you've always focused okay, on so yourself. That, that was like one of my last rela- relationship relationships. Like yeah. titled boyfriend-girlfriend type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't really last for that long. Um, so my last actual relationship, I would say, would be in high school. Um, my sophomore and junior year in high school. So I haven't really had like a person since then Mm -hmm. there's always been like people on the side but like I've just been doing my own thing right um however I've been journaling and trying to write things down coming up with deadlines or um really being intentful of what I want to manifest and shout out to my girl Juliet she is my client Juliet Juliet yes um, she, for Christmas, bought me a journal. Okay. And this journal, I've been filling out every day, and some, I've, I've fallen off of it, if I'm going to be honest, but <clears throat> I'll get back on it. 
Um, I post it on my Instagram. Um, but they're just random questions that make you really think. Oh. And um, one of them happened. It happened to be um, on. It, the question was, what qualities do you desire in your um, in your dream partner? And so I just bullet pointed a bunch of shit that I would want to find in my dream partner. I don't think I'm ready to settle down, to be honest with you. No. I'm sorry. If that's where you're going with this. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am shook. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to interrupt. <laughs> you're funny. Um, Go ahead. No, but like... So I wrote that down, and I'm like, I'm so excited that this has, that this question came up. And I think it was on the 7th. So it's January 7th, 1 plus 7 equals 8, which is the sign of an infinity sign. Mm. Something weird. Interesting. Um, but that's not the point of my story. But that's interesting. Yeah, it's it fun is. fun fact. It is. Um... So I have been taking the advice to do things that I normally wouldn't do, to have the energy, to, like after work, to go out and do things with people or um, walk into the unknown. And I'm not a longboarder, but I do own a longboard. Me too. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Don't know how to use it. You want to learn after the podcast? Not today, on account of what's in our coffee cups here, but maybe another day. Okay. Um, Anyway, so I'm not really a longboarder, but I met this girl named Jackie. Shout out to Jackie. Shout out Jackie. Um, We are like the same person. It's so crazy. Um, But we bonded, and one day after work, we decided to go longboarding. So we go longboarding downtown Tampa. We kind of hung out there. There were people break dancing. It was entertaining. Interesting. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, so we're just hanging out. We're, we met a couple um, new people. And the break dancers actually knew one of Jackie's friends. And um, so they came up after they, or after they were done break dancing. Um, we exchanged contact information or whatever on Instagram. Uh, I didn't really think anything of it, um, but one of the break dancers and I, we started talking um, via Instagram. Um, the conversations kept going well, and we ended up, like, our conversations on text are, like, long as fuck, mm. and um, I got to learn a little bit about him within a, a week. And we just really mesh really well together. He is into a lot of what I had written down hmm. on the uh, the journal. I <clears throat> I literally wrote down every every quality that I would want in a dream partner. And within a week, I got to understand who he is and what he's all about. And like, man. 
It is crazy. I feel <laughs> like I manifested a twin flame or something. Yeah. It is something that I've never really experienced before. And um, he's just such a genuine, nice guy, nice gentleman. Mm-hmm. And um, we haven't hung out yet one-on-one. We've just been, like, talking on the phone for hours. And um, it's just something that's so new and exciting. And um, I'm just kind of excited to see where it takes us. Yeah. He's kind of in the same boat, like, doesn't really date, um, but he's very into spirituality and, like, manifestation, which is something that's very important to me. Right. Goal setting, aspirations, and, um, deep conversations, and I feel like that's something, um, he's just had all the missing qualities that my past quote-unquote relationships have been missing mm-hmm. um so i mean there there were guys here and there who i've um who i've clicked with um but they didn't really meet everything that i wanted and that's okay because you don't get everything that you want however i feel super blessed to have met this human and um i will just have to see where it goes yeah but but that's cool, like that you yeah, I wrote it you're down. writing it down, and within a week, and yeah. yeah, like that's really like you and I talk about that stuff all the time. Yeah, and it was both our first time being at that area. Really, that we had met. Yeah. Wow. We both kind of walked into the unknown and met each other, and um, now we're. I would say we're kind of a thing. Yeah, but you've never hung out. Yeah, we have. We, we're, <laughs> we're hanging out tomorrow. <laughs> You're dating on the phone. Yeah, we're dating on the phone. No. I mean, that, that's... <laughs> but no, that's modern cool. Modern dating is, right? It really is, yeah. <laughs> you want to hang out? No. <laughs> no, I just want to... I'll text you, though. Yeah. Maybe text Yeah. But I'd rather Snapchat. No. <laughs> I prefer to Snapchat communicate. I'd prefer to have a phone call. But not I a lot of people I hate phone calls. Yeah. I do the podcast, but I hate talking yeah. on the phone. <laughs> I feel like you get so much more out of it in a short amount of time that you're able to focus energy on other things after the fact. I get annoyed. You get annoyed? Talking on the phone. Oh, yeah. FaceTimes are the worst for me. What? I'm going to start FaceTiming now on Snapchat. Oh, God. I will not answer. Oh, fine. I might, if it's you. But no, there was a, a young lady I was like talking with when I was in Land Lakes, and she FaceTimed me three nights in a row. She likes you. Liked me. <laughs> so now she loves you? No, now we are not talking. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm fine. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I'm actually friends with her ex-boyfriend, so that's kind of weird. Like, yeah. we, we get along now, and, like, her and I don't. Weird. You know what I sent her when we had our little end of uh, whatever thing? Because we weren't together. We were, we were less together than you and... Breakdance man were are, oh wow, but like you know, for me that's a lot, because you know how I operate like very single. I'm not being attached to people, but when she declared it to be over, I sent her the uh, get him to the Greek Russell Brand quote, where it was like I respect what everything oh, you just said, God. but it's made me hate you. <laughs> I know exactly what you t- you're talking about because you said that to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's my thing now. If I get shot down, like I'm sending that quote. It's like favorite in your album <laughs> yeah it's russell brand and then it's got the quote right in, on his face i'm like this is the best my favorite russell brand quote would have to be stroke the furry wall yeah i just watched that movie it's on um yeah. prime video or netflix it's on one of the two shout out netflix sponsorship <laughs> yes so. please netflix give us money <laughs> forgetting sarah marshall is one of my favorite movies though I'm, okay so i've seen parts of that but oh you gotta watch it yeah. you'll love it knowing you you'll love it yeah. It's really, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. But you and I watched, what was the last movie we watched? Crazy uh, Stupid Love. We were watching. But we watched, we had a whole movie palooza one day. Yeah, but what was it themed around? Was it Jessica Alba? Or was it, was it Justin Timberlake? It was inadvertently Jessica Alba. Yeah. The day we had, we watched like four movies. We watched Good Luck Chuck, uh-huh. Dane Cook, Jessica Alba. What was the other one we watched that had Jessica Alba? I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. Yeah. No, we watched Super Troopers, and then we watched the singing movie um, about the circus guy. But then we watched another Jessica Alba movie. Inadvertent. Like, we weren't even planning yeah, to watch Jessica yeah. Alba movies, and it just kind of happened. Jessica Which I've done that. Jessica Alba, if you want to be on the podcast, I just tagged you on Instagram. South Beach Nico. Follow me. <laughs> we'll talk. He's, he's quite the entertainment. Yes, you can come to my studio apartment. And uh, he'll, he'll clean for you, I'm sure. I will clean. <laughs> Sabrina did not get the clean. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that treatment. Nope. So. Nope. I wasn't home. That's cool. But um, I don't know. We'll, oh, I'm sure we'll think of what movie we watched, and we'll let you guys know, because I know you guys really want to know. Yeah, like one, one time, I think it was like the first time, no, the second time we hung out, it was Justin Timberlake. What did we watch then? Love Guru. Love Guru. Yeah, she's in that one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when it's, well, Just, it's, Oh, yeah, Justin Timberlake is in the Quebec pizza. Yeah, Quebec <laughs> pizza. So, Sabrina and I watched Love Guru. And for anybody who hasn't seen the movie, Justin Timberlake plays a, um... He plays a Canadian goalie. <laughs> and he's got a big mustache. Jacques Lecoq Grande <laughs> is his <laughs> But he talks like this. And so... <laughs> There's one scene where he's like, yes, I had the Quebec pizza. It's a, what was it? It's the ketchup with the ketchup. It's nice. <laughs> and so I decided to recreate this on Snapchat. And I ate a Pop-Tart with ketchup. It was gross. It was disgusting. Because I anticipated just getting the corner of the Pop-Tart and no ketchup in it. But ketchup got in it, in that bite. And it was disgusting. <laughs> I went to work the next day, and the guys were like, did you really do that? I was like, yeah, it was nasty. <laughs> the game back pizza is not nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nice. <laughs> but Sabrina filmed that. Yeah. And what'd you make that day? You made pancakes. Huh? You made pancakes I that did, day. I did make pancakes. Because we didn't eat. <laughs> we oh, just had breakfast for you lunch. You put me on to something, though. You put me on to diabetes. The brown sugar and coffee? Yeah. On the pancakes? So yeah. my family grew up not... My my dad's... No, no, I'm sorry. My mom's side of the family, further generations were lumberjacks. And instead of syrup, they would do brown sugar and coffee drizzled over the pancake. And it's amazing. It was pretty good. <laughs> we had a bunch of pancakes. Well, I tried to eat it all, but I couldn't. Yeah, but I mean, it, it gets you wired because between the caffeine and then the sugar. 
you're ready to go for the day. Yep. And then we just watch movies all day. Yeah. <laughs> but you did make me watch a singing movie, and I don't like it in movies when they sing. I hate it. Ah, uh, what movie was that? I can't think of it. Like the watch. greatest show? I don't know, something like that. It was the one about the sing- the circus guy. He started the circus, and they sang all the time. And it was the last one we watched of the day. Yeah, the greatest showman. The great, yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. And then, and then Lolo and Lolo were like, "You got to get home." Yeah, they're like, "It's eleven o'clock. Where are you?" <laughs> but that was actually one of the most fun days. Like just relaxing and enjoying a day, yeah. hanging out with somebody you actually get along with. Yeah. We had pizza. We had a good day. Yeah, we had a pizza night. Day. That was like my last hurrah. So my two last hurrahs you were a part of. Uh, before I go back to work. Yeah. It was movie day, and then I have an annual dinner the night before I go back to work in February where it's a filet, I have a filet, and some Shiraz wine, red wine. And Sabrina accompanied me. Can, yeah. can we say this now? Does Kiana know that you came to this dinner? Yeah, because we posted, I don't know. No, we didn't post it. You were there. Whatever, Kiana. That was sub- when Kiana was jealous. Yeah. She, stop stop <laughs> flirting with my cousin. <laughs> But we were just... We were just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> we just, like, enjoying each other's company. Speaking of, you're about to go to work soon. So that annual dinner is coming it's, up. It's coming up. It's coming up. So that was, like, really cool last year, though. Because that's remember, when you found out about my tongue. That is. So, Aaron, backtrack before we get into that. Cause yeah. Get ready, people. It's about yeah. to get wild. But, um... So, Aaron, who is a tremendous server over at Cali... He basically worked. He came, he drove 35 minutes into work just to serve our dinner because he knew this was like my last big dinner of the year. And he also served me during the Super Bowl and he's like the man. He's my bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, my male bodyguard because Laura is my female bodyguard. Okay. Nobody's going to fuck with a female bodyguard. And like you know they're going to kick some ass. Yeah. But so he came in, like he did the whole bottle service. Like he really took care of us. He did a great job. Mm-hmm. And I got to get him on the podcast at some point. Um, so as we were leaving, we had, we had, I had steak. I don't remember what you had. Pasta? Um, yes. You had pasta, a little pasta? Plain, no shrimp. No shrimp, because no you were shrimp. vegan. I, I was going vegetarian. Yes. And then we had our Shiraz, red wine, had a little dessert, and we were leaving, and you went to go blow out the candle. And I'm like, watching you struggle with this, and I say, do you not know how to blow out candles? And you're like... You might want to sit down for this. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, what did I say? <laughs> and so then you proceed to tell me. I was in Michigan one day after I had graduated cosmetology school. And then my whole life had changed. Within 10 minutes. Within 10 minutes. So I had graduated cosmetology school. My friend Dylan, he comes up. Um, he's from out of town. And... Um, I graduated, he supported me. We decided to go out on a nature walk as we wait for the rest of my friends to finish up their school or their class and um, go celebrate with us. So we go on a nature walk and as I'm talking, a bug flies in my mouth. Um, it goes real deep up in there, like into the back of my throat to the point where I can't breathe. And so if you can't breathe, you kind of instinctively go into the back of your throat. Fight or flight. Right, yeah, fight or flight. 
And um, so I'm reaching in the bag and I'm trying to like get whatever it is in the back of my throat and I'm like trying to choke myself, although I'm already like coughing, choking, whatever. My mind thinks worst case scenario. What if it's a bee? Yeah. What if it's a wasp? What if my throat, what if it stung me and my throat is closing up to where I can't breathe? Oh my gosh. Um, I fall into a panic attack. And from there, I just kind of do what I can to breathe again. And, like, I can literally feel the bug flapping or moving or whatever in my throat. And I'm, like, freaking out. So, next thing I know, my tongue is lacerated on the pavement um, in the nature preserve that we're in, and my friend is like, uh... Oh my god. Yeah, he was like, uh, I'm gonna call the ambulance. I said, okay. And he's like trying to, he dials 911, and, um, I'm like trying to figure out where we're at, or like, the address. But like, there's no address because we're in a nature program. Right. So I'm like, without a tongue, <laughs> trying to gps it on my bloody phone oh my god of like where we're at so he could try and uh figure out you know where to tell them where we're at um so people who have been passing by walking their dogs or whatever they stop by they're trying to help um give directions or whatever and they just see a girl sitting on the floor blood everywhere towel on the floor and um, I just kind of blacked out at that point. And finally, when the ambulance came, they took me to the hospital, sedated me, all, you know, asked the questions that they needed. Um, and I guess the surgeon there didn't really know what to do with my case. They were like, well, we've never had this situation happen before. So we're gonna send you over to Detroit where there is an oral surgeon who specializes in um, tongue surgery and um, so I get in another ambulance two hours away go to Detroit and um, I get seen by the surgeon I, I can't really remember much of it um, but I remember waking up with my tongue stitched into my mouth oh god and so they tried to make my native tongue attached to my native tongue so they tried to stitch up the tongue that i had to see if it would work mm. and it didn't so um they had to remove all that and they were like we have two options plan a we do a skin graft if you're not familiar with what a skin graft is it's where they take a flap of your skin they cut it open and then they take the tissue from inside and attach it to whatever needs to heal and um that was that was option a option b was to have an animal intestine such as a pig oh my to attach onto my tongue Whoa. and I was like, I'd rather have it be 100% me, so I'd rather have an extra scar to heal my tongue. 
And so we did the skin graft. I have um, a, a pretty big scar on my left hand, yeah. the non-dominant hand, which was smart on their end because if I'm right-handed, you know, post-surgery, that's going to do a lot of stress to the scar. Mm-hmm. So I had a very awesome surgeon in Detroit. I can't remember what his name is, but, like, I'm forever grateful for him. But he healed me up. He patched me up. It took me a couple weeks in the hospital to learn how to eat again. Like, I had a tube in my nose that I had to ingest liquid pediasure and all Uh. that. So, like, I had to learn how to eat again, how to talk again. Um, but at, it, it was just crazy that it was, it happened the day after cosmetology school. Yeah. And I felt like there was a reason why. It was a very humbling experience, especially being in the beauty industry. You learn to love everyone's flaws mm-hmm. and to really respect everything they're going through mentally and even physically. And it, it made me, um, as far as judgment goes, I cannot judge anyone for any of their insecurities, whether it be the way that they talk or the way that they walk, the way that they appear, because we're all just spirits floating and you gotta love people for who they are and not for who they're not. And that got me um, more into the spiritual realm, Um, reading self-help books and um, Dr. Wayne Dyer got me. Yeah, Wayne Dyer. Yeah, yeah. you know him? Yeah. So my book club is actually reading a Wayne Dyer book. Awesome. Yeah, he's he's an amazing man, R.I.P. Yeah, I know, I saw that. but that was actually one of the first books that I actually read without spark notes. Hmm. Yeah. You just read it all the way through. You were like locked I read, in. I read it all the way through <clears> because um, it helped me cope with nature. Yeah. Um, before this even happened, I was, I love nature and being exposed to everything. And after that incident, I had PTSD and... Um, as I was working through this, like I couldn't really do hair because I had a huge cast on my arm and I couldn't do my skateboards and everything was kind of pushed back. Mm-hmm. However, that fall, this this all happened in the springtime. So I had summer to like recover and then in the fall I was starting college. Um, but I, I did a lot of meditation outside to cope with nature and to remember that I am protected mm-hmm. by God, the higher power, the universe, whatever you refer to it as. But I, Wayne Dyer helped me overcome my fear of, uh, of another incident like that. Yeah, because that had to be just such a freak. You were it, literally talking in it, the I timing of it all. Yeah. The timing of it all. Yep. And I remember, like, one time, um, I think it was that summer, um, 
my mom, my brother, and I, we took a flight out to St. Pete, and we had to like, we went to a um, flea market. Okay. And at this flea market, there was a tr- there were trash cans of trash, and there were tons of flies. Mm. Flies at the flea market? Flies at the flea market. Jesus. Not fleas at the flea market, <laughs> but flies. <laughs> <laughs> they were all around, flying around, and my PTSD kicked in. Yeah. And that is kind of also something that helped me push to overcome this problem of mine. Mm-hmm. And so I would do meditations outside, close my eyes, deep breath in through my nose and out through the mouth. Out through the mouth means your mouth is open. Mm-hmm. So being calm and pretending, or not pretending, but knowing that there's a bubble of protection around me helped me cope with being outside and being able to talk. Because mm-hmm. when I was at that flea market, I was silent. I couldn't talk. Right. Because I was like, I need like a bandana or a face mask or something to cover up all my holes. Yeah, yeah. My nose holes, my ear holes. No bugs are getting in. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I had to learn how to talk all over again. Something that helped me overcome that was um, my first semester of college, I had, to, I was doing speech therapy, which honestly didn't really help. But my communications class helped. Hmm. It was all a mental thing. And in that communications class, we had to do presentations in front right. of the whole class. And I'm like, ugh, I can barely talk. Right. Now I've got to present. Now I have to present this shit, and I hate presenting. <laughs> so that kind of helped me feel comfortable with who I am and not give a fuck about... Mm-hmm. Sorry for my lady's mom. <laughs> not give a fuck about what other people think because yeah. if they're judging me they're gonna be judging themselves and that's okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna just be happy and love myself for all my flaws and after that incident i was always kind of nervous as far as relationships go like would this person accept me for such a weird thing that happened it's like a physical thing and it's kind of weird, but, like, I learned to accept it and love it, and whoever doesn't love it, fuck them. Yeah. So, within my experience, everyone I've talked to loved it. Yeah. They're like, that's cool, it's your thing, we love it. And so, that helped me love myself, and I think, you know, from, from that... Meditation is seriously the key to overcoming things, to understanding yourself, and to really get in tune and just the whole experience of it all. That was meant to happen. Yeah. Especially within the industry that I'm in. Yeah. Do you look at it as, because it sounds like, something that has really formed who you are and who you're becoming and who you're going to become to me. But do you think, do you look at your life as in like two separate things? Cause I look at it as pre Nico Moon to Florida and post Nico Moon to Florida. Do you look at it that way? 
pre-incident post Sabrina? Like, kind of. Because yeah. it changed your life significantly. It, it did. And your perspective. It did. Um, so after high school, I went to college. I got into the spiritual realm, and then I kind of veered off of it. And then that incident happened, and then I got back into the spiritual realm. And then from then on, I've just been continuing and manifesting. Hmm. And everything has been kind of unfolding in life. And that's why I feel like understanding who you are, what you stand for, having a purpose, and really going into the unknown, it's so important because you never know. Right. It's really what you Your create. life can change that quickly. It can. like In a good or a bad way. Been. Yeah. It could have been bad, but like now that I look at it, I'm like, wow. That humbled me. People know... I mean, some people notice that I have an accent or whatever. A lisp. A lisp. <laughs> yeah, people are like, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from the Philippines. Really? It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> oh, my lisp? Why is your tongue white? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's just something different. And unique. Yeah. And, um, it... Everything is literally how you perceive it. It's mm-hmm. all a state of mind. And when you put your mind to it, you can really manifest things. Yeah, that's real. And be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, you have a good perspective about it now. I obviously wasn't there. I wasn't a part of your life when it happened. But I know you now, and you'll send me, like, a random Snapchat video of, like, a Facebook memory. And you're like, oh, look, when I had a tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can laugh about it, which I think is important. I think that shows that you came out okay because of it. Because you could let that ruin your life, you know? You could play the victim if you decided to. Or you could let that be, like, a jumping board to developing who you're going to be. And I think that's... I think, I mean... there's a reason that you and I are friends and that we connect so well. And that perspective is a big part of it. And I didn't even know about this until yeah. for like two months yeah. after I met you. But and you and I got along before that. Okay, so I have a question for you. Oh, no. Did you have a hint that I had? That you ripped out your own tongue? Yeah. Well, not <laughs> that I ripped out my own tongue, but that I had like something different. I thought you just had a little lisp. A lisp? And... I was like, I thought you had a tongue ring. I never really, like, look... I try to look people in the eyes. I'm trying to get better at that. Yeah. Um, Savannah and I talked about that when we did our pre-podcast meeting. Shout out, Savannah. And Kat. Sab and Sab. Sab and Sab. (laughs) But, so I try to look people in the eyes. I'm trying to be better about that. But I, like, noticed, like, something off about your tongue. But I never, like... I just, like, oh, she must have a tongue ring or something. Mm -hmm. I did not... No. Is that why you talk so slowly? Yeah. Yep, I try to really pronunciate, but talking slowly, I feel like it lets my thoughts process. Yeah, I noticed that too, because you're very, like, thoughtful with everything you say. Yeah, I'm very intentional. A lot of times, I'll, I'll ask you something, and you'll pause for, like, two seconds before you even respond. So I know you're very thoughtful with whatever you're going, going to say. Maybe it's because I have a learning disability. You do not have a learning disability. <laughs> Shout out to everyone who has learning disabilities. Yes. I was recently asked if I had one, 
and I was, I was like, uh. People learn in all sorts of different ways, and like that's what I've learned. Like, okay, a weird example, and it's not really like a disability thing, but like I said, I took four years of French in high school. Mm-hmm. I got C's. I wasn't like, I couldn't speak French to you if we had, if you said something to me, I could not respond in French. Didn't think I retained any of it. I decided Spanish would be the move because that's more worldwide and prevalent. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take Spanish in college. The first Spanish test I had, anything I went to write down or read came out in French. I didn't know I retained that much French. So it's just like, what I learned was I'm not going to be able to like take tests and write down French. I learn a different way. Yeah. There's different ways to learn. And so I think that's, that's what frustrates me with schools. It's so like, boom, 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 you have to do it this way. And, you know, the people that learn different ways or creatively, like, you've got to be more open to that. And I, because I was not like a 4.0 student, but I had test anxiety, you know? Mm, Yep, So I'm not bad at this, I'm not bad at this subject. It's just I can't take tests. I get A's on every, like, homework assignment and everything like that. But comes a test, I'm like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. And I think myself out of it. Like, everything just blanks out of your mind you know mm-hmm. it's scary i know this guy who um was in special ed classes but having a conversation with him was so in- intellectual yeah about you know whether it be spiritual like i've learned from him and like you would never know that he had to take special ed classes mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's crazy because, like, how do you know all this stuff? But be in that situation where people link you, you know? Right. So, like, that's a prime example of not judging people for what they can't necessarily do. Right. It's more of just knowing what they can do and seeing everything that they can do. Like, really respecting all their knowledge. Yeah. Everyone, everyone knows something about something. Mm-hmm. They do. No one knows everything about everything. You have to be open-minded going into that. And I know teachers are. It's just the system I don't the ones that got to me were the ones that changed my perspective, A, and B, adjusted what they were doing to how I was. Like, they adjusted to their students, which I thought was great. It wasn't like you didn't have to adjust your learning style to the teacher. The teacher would adjust his teaching style to the students. Mm-hmm. And I've always respected that, and that, I think that's how it should be, but I understand how it might not always be the case. Sometimes tutors are underrated yeah very underrated because they can teach even better than teachers yeah and like i think it's interesting now with like all the technology you have google you have youtube you can learn anything online yeah today is or i mean nowadays january 24th yes everything I don't know what day it is. <laughs> I don't even think it's in the 20s. Let's find out. I think it is in the 20s. Oh, it's the 25th. Holy shit. <laughs> we were close. Oops. Anyway. <laughs> um, it's the day and age of information. Mm-hmm. 
we all have access to the internet. Yeah. And whether it be whatever you try to learn, you can learn. Mm -hmm. And I feel like spiritualism or just understanding how life and the mental works, that's very important. Yeah. Just learning how you are, not how other people are, because no one can train you their way. You gotta know your way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of where I'm at, is I need to understand how I work and not look for validation from other people. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm seeking, is an outlet for my own creativity. I think you are on the right track. And I am going to get this podcast over so that you can go about your evening. We're going to no vacancy. But, (laughs) shout out no vacancy. No vacancy. But, um, no, I mean, I don't know. We're going to have to do more podcasts because this is a good conversation. I think I've thought that before where we've been talking, like, people should hear the shit we talk about. Like, it's good. Like, I feel like you make so many good points and you have such a good, like, outlook on life and the way things are and like I learn a lot from you when we talk I, appreciate I know that. I don't know if it seems like it because I know I'm a very sarcastic person but I can joke around but really take in what you're saying yeah and I've always appreciated that, and I always will appreciate that and so I don't know it, I'm super happy you did this thank you and we've been doing this for a while and I appreciate you last minute no plans saying That's yes how we work. That's I'll come by. We'll do the podcast. Spontaneously, he was like, hey, what are you... Was it that way? You were like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Pretty much, yeah. Or are you going to Gasparilla? Yes, I asked if you yeah. were going to Gasparilla. He asked if I was going to Gasparilla. I was like, no, I happen to have the day off, though. And he was like, oh, you want to do a podcast? I was like, yeah. Well, you said 3.30. And then today you were like, oh, 3, 3.30. But you showed up at 3.48. Yeah. Not to say... I, I'm fashionably late. Yeah, I am too. I'm late everywhere. <laughs> I actually posted a, uh, a a little snippet of a text I had with Marcus a year ago. Yesterday. Oh. It was on my Facebook. Um, the text went, me saying, hey, five minutes. He said, no, you said that nine minutes ago. I said, why did you believe me? He's like, yeah, you're right. This is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I am never on time. Unless I have to work, then I will okay. be on time. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I, I was thinking, I was like, I'm here at uh, 3.45. I told him I'd be here at 3.30. <laughs> that's no big deal because Nico's always late. Exactly. Yeah, I so, don't like, care. that's how we roll. We, unfortunately, okay. So, I'm just glad you showed up. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing is, like, he knows I'm coming. We're, stop it. I, I, <laughs> I didn't know. say a thing. That's staying in. I'm like... We're always both like, kind of kind of late, but kind of on time. Yeah, like, like that's how we roll. We're, we're not three time. hours late. It yeah. could be worse. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, I I don't give him shit for being late. He doesn't give me shit for being yeah. late. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Well, like, there was one time that I did show up late, and I brought you <laughs> Chicho Cali food. So yeah. At least when I'm late, I show up with guests. That was was that for your haircut? That was for my haircut, and then Lolo and Lolo fed me. Yes. That, that was so true. I was like, I'm not going to eat because I have this chuchio that Nico brought me. Nice little bowl. Look at the sky. It's pretty. It's, it's very pretty. Um, So, 
we're gonna we're gonna stop the podcast stop now. It. We're gonna wrap it up because we actually talked for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's six ten right now. Holy. What? No, my yeah. With what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I appreciate you greatly for doing this. And we, I'm sure I'll have Keon on here separately, but you guys should do one together. Okay. I'm just down. to talk about how much you guys love me. <laughs> or how much we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That's good. That's that too. Good. So stay tuned. Stay It'll tuned. Be exciting. But thank you tremendously. Thank you. And je t'aime. Huh? Je t'aime. Um, adios. That means I love you in French, and you said goodbye. (laughs) That's completely how it works. (laughs) Basically. Basically. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Goodbye. So, thank you for listening. I hope you loved it. I know you did. I loved it. And, uh... It wasn't over too quickly, so I'm glad about that. Sabrina, tell the people your socials. My social media for my hair page is at Shearsab, S-H-E-A-R underscore F-A-B. And then I do have a personal account, which you're not going to know. Ooh, unless you follow at South underscore Beach underscore Nico. (laughs) 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 And watch my story, (laughs) then you will know. But uh, you guys have a lovely evening. Shout out to everybody watching or listening to this all over the world. That's insane. 20 countries. Like, that's wild. Um, and to the local people. Thank you guys, too. Have a lovely evening. Happy Gasparilla. Shout out to Doug from The Hangover. And I'll uh, talk to you later. <laughs> You do, did you bring it? I brought it. Whoa, I was going to lend you mine. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm new. That's anchor.fm new to get started.